share the message, I want to um, get into your hearts. I want to get into your hearts and say, um, Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means that God is with us. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. I got some good news. God is with us. It ain't about how you feel. It ain't about how you think. It's about how you know. All right? Now, eye contact. In the beginning, there was a creation, and God created a man by the name of Adam. And Adam was given all of the power to take dominion over the earth. But he messed up, and he fell short. And so there had to come a second Adam, and that second Adam was Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, when Jesus came, now I want you to get this, he came, he was wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. And his mother was given birth without having a male her contact. It was supernatural. So Jesus was a supernatural man, supernatural boy. Got it? Now, here's the key. When he came into the world, he came knowing that he had a life assignment. And that life assignment was to give his life for the world. Got it? So when Jesus came, he came in the flesh. Any of y'all been in the flesh? But he realized that in the flesh was not, he was not going to make it. So he's been, he was tempted just like we were. And when he came in, he received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was the one that came and gave him power to go about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now here's the key. When he received the Holy Ghost, the first place the Holy Ghost took him was to the wilderness to be tempted, to be tried. And when he did that, he was able to conquer the devil and make the devil respect him because he had power through the Holy Ghost. Are you getting this? He had power through the Holy Ghost. But I'm sharing this because Jesus functioned in the flesh, just like we are functioning in the flesh. But once the Holy Ghost came in, he began to move in signs and wonders and miracles. He began to do not by power, not by might, but by his spirit, all right? Now, I'm sharing this because any of you in here in the flesh? We all in the flesh, got it? But are any of you saved? Have you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord, got it? And then have you invited the Holy Ghost to come in? And if the Holy Ghost comes in, he will lead you and he will guide you. And many times he will lead you into interesting places, difficult situations, because he's trying to train you up to do what Jesus did. When the devil came at him, Jesus said, um, devil, back off, back off. He spoke, he spoke to the mountain, he spoke to the problem. 
And when he did, the devil left. Sometimes we don't realize that we have that same power and we have a comforter that's with us all the time. The problem is you got to graduate from living in the flesh to living in the spirit. You got to graduate from living in the flesh to living in the spirit. Meaning, just like you had to grow in the natural, you got to grow in the supernatural. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you've been growing in the supernatural. Or are you just leaning to your own understanding without acknowledging the Lord in everything? Be swift to hear and slow to speak. Meaning, did the Spirit of God tell you or did you tell yourself? Are you getting that? So here, you, you, you got to understand that not only are you in the natural, in the flesh, but you, those of us that have the Spirit of God, we have somebody inside with us, meaning God is always with us. Say, neighbor, loneliness is a lie. Once Christ comes in, you ain't never alone. He's always with you. Come on now. See, see, see. It's like, it's like and you got to be able to distinguish when the devil's talking to you and when God's talking to you. Ooh. You mean the devil will talk to you? Yes. He will take the word of God and trick you into thinking that it ain't God. And he knows the word. And he knows how to distract you and make you think that, you know, this Christmas holiday, you ain't going to get nothing. You're going to be da-da-da-da-da-da. That's a lie. The greatest gift is God. I said the greatest gift is God. And with God, guess what? The blessing is there. And the blessing make you through rich and addeth no sorrow. Say, neighbor, I know you're in the flesh, but remember the spirit is in there too. Now let the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, lead you, guide you, and direct you. Change your thinking. No more stinking thinking. Come on. But holy thinking. Say, I'm born again. Now that's the next piece. When you were born, Mom and dad got together, here you are. But then when Jesus comes in, you get the second birth. And that's the birth of the spirit. So you're supposed to learn how to live in the flesh, okay. But you got to learn how to function in the spirit. Amen. Say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm the head. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. I'm blessed and highly favored. And I've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to think right, speak right, and most importantly, do right. Come on, put your hands together. Now remember that as I share the word, the value of the birth of Christ. Go to Matthew chapter 1, 
in verse 18. The value of the birth of Christ. The value of the birth of Christ. Matthew 1 and verse 18, which says, Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, get this, before they came together, she was full with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, which means Savior, for he shall save his people from their sins. From their sins. From their sins. Folks, today again, the message is entitled The Value of the Birth of Christ. And by value, I mean the worth of usefulness or importance of, to the possessor. Say, say, neighbor, I got some good news for you. You are of great value. Now, I, I want you to get this in your, I want you to get this in you. What do you mean? Before you were even born, God planned for you to be created. And he planned that his son would give his life so that whatever mess you messed up, there would be grace, unmerited favor. For where sin abound, grace much more abounds. Say, say, neighbor, I'm forgiven. And so are you. Remember, remember, God has forgiven you. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Now, as believers in Christ, we need to have a real understanding of the importance and the worth of our relationship with Jesus Christ. This is especially true during the Christmas holiday when so many choose to mock and belittle our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Do you notice now they're saying happy holiday? Happy holiday more than Merry Christmas because they want to snatch away the power that comes with Christ, the name that's above every name. Oh my God, say, say neighbor. There's power in the name. When you call on the name, signs and wonders and miracles happen. Meaning God will do the impossible. Hallelujah. So, so the, for, the reason, for that reason, I want to share a few key facts to encourage us all to stay connected with confidence that we have made the right choice to walk by faith and not by sight. Now let me take you to John chapter 1. The value, the value, the value. John chapter 1 and verse 11. This is so, so precious. 
says, he came into his own, talking about Jesus, his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh, talking about Jesus, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Wow, wow, wow. Folks, here in John 1, 11 through 14, we tap into one of the keys of the value of the birth of Christ. And what was it? He is the word that was made flesh. Now, this is so important. Sometimes we're too hard on ourselves because we're in the flesh. And our flesh doesn't like to listen to the spirit. Have you ever been in a situation where you heard something on the inside, but you didn't, didn't, it didn't, just didn't seem like it just, you couldn't figure out what, what you were hearing on the inside? And that was the Holy Ghost speaking to you and giving you understanding of your time and of your moment. But see, when you're in the flesh, you know you learn to just stay in that road. But when you get in the spirit, you got to learn how to listen on the inside. You got to learn how to recognize his voice. And when you listen, then you got to learn to follow his instructions. Have you ever had instructions that you didn't want to follow? Oh, oh, okay. Say, 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 neighbor. You ain't the only one. I didn't always want to listen. But I'm growing up now. I'm learning to listen and obey. He is the word that was made flesh. And why is that so important? Because the first Adam who was made flesh sinned in the garden and missed the mark and caused death to be released in the world. Jesus, the second Adam, who came to make things better. Say, 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 say the reason. I like Jesus because he makes things better. I'm getting better, not bitter. Oh my God. Now here we go. Matthew 4, Matthew 4 and verse 1. Now remember, I, I shared earlier that once you receive the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will lead you into situations where you have to combat the devil, where you have to learn how to make the devil leave you alone. Leave you alone. Leave you alone. Depression, leave me alone. Lack, leave me alone. Sickness, leave me alone. Leave me alone. You got to learn how to do that. Matthew 4 and verse 1. Jesus is in the flesh. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, when the devil came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. See, the devil will always tempt you with what he knows and he's been watching you do. 
He knows, he knows your, 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 the things that you lust after. He knows the things that you want to do that are contrary to the word. If thou be the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. But he answered and said, Jesus answered and said, It is written, devil, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Say, neighbor, what's coming out of your mouth? The mouth of God or the mouth of the devil? Folks, here we have our first example of the supernatural power of God in the earth realm working in, in our favor. Here Jesus is comforted, is, is confronted by Satan and his lies. And he tells Satan the things have changed now that um, he's here on earth. In other words, Jesus has come with supernatural power to help save as many as will believe in him. Look at your neighbor. Now, I want you to do something for me. Take your finger and point at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, let me, let me tell you something. If you got Christ and the Holy Ghost, you're in charge. You're in charge. Stop. Say, stop. Give him place to the devil. And you know who he is. You feel how he is. Tell him where to go. Tell him to go back to hell. And stay there. And leave you alone. Are you understanding? We're getting this now. Matthew 4 and verse 6. Here's the devil again. He said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, Here he go. It is written, devil, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Say, neighbor, you, you got you to tell temptation where to go. All right, y'all know. You, you know. you know I like cheesecake. I like cheesecake. I like cheesecake. There's sometimes that that cheesecake wants me and I got to tell it, no, 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 no. That's just one example. But I had to learn because for a while I was just cheesecaking and cheesecaking and cheesecaking and cheesecaking. Come on now. I was giving place to it. And I knew the word. I wasn't confessing the word. I wasn't binding it up. I would say, oh, hallelujah. The Lord, the Lord will forgive me. The Lord knows my heart. But I had to learn how if you keep doing it your way, all of a sudden your blood pressure go up. All of a sudden, your, your weight goes up. Come on. And that's just one example. And so I had to learn, had to learn how to draw nigh to God and resist the devil and command it to go. 
say neighbor? neighbor. You got to do some resisting in 2019. Right now. Today. Oh my God, my God. Folks, here we have Jesus in the flesh not allowing temptation to operate in his life. Not allowing temptation to operate in his life. And see, that's why it's important who you roll with. You got to, you know, if you roll with everybody that love temptation, you're going to be part of the temptation. I'm not talking about the singers either. Come on. <laughs> I'm talking about issues of life that pull you away from God instead of drawing you nigh to God. Say, God, I thank you for the revelation. Hallelujah. Now let me go to Matthew 4 and verse 9. Still, still in that same flow. Matthew 4, 9. And said unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. The say, neighbor. neighbor. The devil wants you to worship him. The devil wants you and not God. God. He wants you to worship him. Oh my God. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Did you get that? The revelation. The devil is supposed to submit to God. He's not, he's not to trick you into submitting to him. He, you're, he, he's the one that when you say Jesus, he's got to bow. When you say Jesus, he got to bow. But he wants you to think that you need to bow before he bows. Then the devil leaveth him. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now here's the key. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, the angels came and ministered to him. Now here's, here's what most of us don't want to understand. We think after we went through one trial and one test and we passed that, that the devil's not going to come back again. And he, he wants to be, he wants us to be weary in the well-doing. So he will keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back, and wear you out. That's why you need to have another brother and sister that's praying for you. When you start getting weary, who's praying for you? That's why the word said, forsake not yourself, the gathering together, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. In this time, I need everybody praying for me. Everybody. One puts to fight a thousand, but two puts to fight ten thousand. Now here's the thing that I've learned too. Be specific when you're praying for a person. Too many of us pray, Lord, just bless everybody. No, get, 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 get a name and begin to speak to the devil about that name. And guess what? Signs and wonders. And as you pray, in other words, it's, it's, it's okay to pray for yourself. But how about praying for somebody else? And when you take yourself, my, if you sow 
to somebody else, you get reaped. You didn't get that. You become a reaper when you sow to somebody else your prayers. I spent all night praying for so-and-so, but my need, see, then you put your mouth on it. You don't put your mouth on it. You, you sowed and sowed and sowed. And then you say, now, Lord, I thank you that my needs are met because I done sowed and sown and sown. It's calling things that be not as though they are until they are. I'm drawing nigh to God. I'm resisting the devil and commanding him to flee. I'm talking about the value. There's value of the birth of Christ. When Jesus was born, oh my God, everything changed. Say it, say it, neighbor. Expect signs and wonders and miracles every day. Say every time you look in the mirror, say hello, miracle. Oh my God, okay. Here again, we tap into one of the first real reasons we should value the birth of Christ. Jesus was here in the flesh and restored dominion to his sons and daughters through the supernatural power of his anointed words that we learn to allow as we grow in faith to come out of our mouths too. Uh, I, wanna, I wanna get real. Any of y'all ever cuss? Y'all ain't gonna help me now. Huh? You, you, you cuss, right? And you were, you were a good cusser, right? No, come on now, talk with me, talk with me. Now you get saved. Now you get full of the Holy Ghost. What should be coming out of your mouth is the Word of God. The Word of God should be stronger than the cuss. But pastor, you just don't, man, no, no, no. The word of God should be coming up out of your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks what you've been speaking lately. You got to get to the point where you graduate. And when the cuss wants to come up, the word said, nope, mm -mm, no more. I'm blessed and highly favored. I would slap you, but I'm ahead now. I'm, the, I'm not the tail. I would cut you, but now I forgive you. For you know not what you do. If you, huh? If you touch my anointing, God will deal with you. Say, God, thank you for the understanding. My life has changed. A change has come over me. Hallelujah. That way, the flesh is not in control, but the Holy Spirit that helps Jesus helps us to resist the devil and his host until they have to flee from us as well. Now, I want, to get, I want you to get this. I know this is the holiday season. Please don't discouragement and loneliness run rampant. Tell it where to go. When you go, go to your house and, and, and you the only one in there, tell the house, house, joy is in this house. Yeah. Peace is in this house. Blessings in this house. Yeah. And, and guess what? And have joy. Put some good music on. Huh? Dance a little bit. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Hey, hallelujah. And, and, and remember the good times. Remember the good things. Say, God, I thank you. I'm so good. I'm so happy. And you can make yourself happy. I think myself happy. I choose to be blessed. I choose to be happy. Hallelujah. Because I'm strong in you and the power of your might. Say, God, I thank you for the value of your birth. Oh, wow. So by our words, you're justified. And by your words, you're condemned. Words of faith keep us just and justified before the Lord. That way, no weapon formed against us can prosper. Say, neighbor, neighbor. Discouragement, discouragement comes to defeat you. And when it comes, you got to tell her where to go. Hallelujah. Say, sing and make melody in your heart. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to Acts 10 and 38. Acts 10 and 38, here we go. So, so precious, my God. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Now, this was the, this, this piece right here is where we all have to graduate. All right, eye contact. Any of y'all got the Holy Ghost? Yes. Raise your hand. You got the Holy Ghost, right? Keep your hand up there. With the Holy Ghost comes power. So you are never powerless when you have the Holy Ghost. But you just got to learn how to flow with him and let him release his power. Say, neighbor. You are to lay hands on the sick and command sickness to go. You are to cast the devil out in the name of Jesus. You have power if you have the Holy Ghost. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Now, thank you, Holy Ghost, for the revelation. Um, any of y'all have key, automobiles have automobiles, right? And do you have a key that opens the door? All right. Have you ever gone to the car and left your key? Left your key, can't find your key? The car ain't going to open, is it? Likewise. If you have the Holy Ghost, who is the key, Come on. and you don't know how to <laughs> get a hold of the Holy Ghost or flow with the Holy Ghost, you're not going to open your door. The Holy Ghost is the one that gives you power to open any door. He's the master key. I said the Holy Ghost is the master key to every situation you're going through. You just got to learn how to partner with him and get his power to get his wisdom in what to do. 
That's how you get strong in the Lord. When the devil wants you sad, you ought to be smiling. You do the opposite of what the devil wants you to do. Say the opposite of what he wants you to do. Again, the help of the Holy Spirit, Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. For God was with him. Jesus was in the flesh. But because he had the Holy Ghost, God was with him. And guess what? Signs and wonders and miracles happened. Acts 10, 38 again, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, during this holiday season, I got some good news. God, I said God, is with you. Let that sink in, let that sink in, let it sink in. All right, Matthew 9 and 32. 9 and 32. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Matthew 9 and 32. As they went out, behold, they brought him, brought to him a, a dumb man possessed with the devil. Still talking about Jesus. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spoke, and the multitude marveled, saying, it was never so seen in Israel. Now, this, this is what I want you to understand. When you begin to develop your relationship with the Lord, and he begins to do some impossible things, everybody ain't going to understand that. Everybody ain't going to accept that. And when you, when, when you realize that everybody ain't accepting it, you got to make sure that you thinking right. Instead of getting mad and get, just say, Lord, I thank you. Because some things are just personal between you and God. It's just you and God. And you just can't tell everybody how good God is. Okay. You can't, everybody can't receive your promotion. Everybody can't receive your victory. Everybody can't receive it, especially in there in the receiving or the, the rejecting season. And you got to understand you meet people in seasonal times. Sometimes they're receiving, sometimes they're rejecting. But if you bring something good in the rejecting season, guess what? It's going to be rejected and it's going to make it seem as though uh, you wrong. Say, God, thank you for the understanding. There's some intimate moments between you and I. Hallelujah. Then they, then was brought to him, unto him, one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake. And all the people were amazed and said, is not this the son of David? Meaning, and this is something that, that I, it, I had to mature in. You would think that people close to you and who know your struggle, and then when you get over that struggle, would be happy. Mm 
you would think that they would be celebrated. And sometimes in your family, in your family, you got folk that get jealous because you get promoted, because you get blessed. And they make you think you done gone crazy. You ain't crazy, you just blessed. And you gotta understand that 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 blessing, huh, is for you, is for you to enjoy. And they jealous. And then you they want, you know, that's my that's my kinfolk. They they supposed to be nay. But the devil knows how to do that to keep you from soaring in your purpose and keeping you from serving with love to make you mad because, well, I, I, I can't tell nobody. And you, get no joy. you get no joy out of your victory. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm gonna, I like my joy. I like my, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. And all the people were amazed and said, is not this the son of David? Meaning, they, they saw Jesus do this, and they say, yeah, I, don't, I ain't never seen this before. How did that happen? Jesus? That, 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 that's married, baby. How did he, he do that? And when you start flowing with God, supernatural things begin to happen. And you got to learn, everybody's not going to celebrate your victory. Hmm. But you need to celebrate your own victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for the victory. I praise you for the victory. Say, stop waiting for everybody to praise you when you. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Matthew 9 through 12 gave us great example of the value of the birth of Jesus Christ assigned to help deliver us from the evil. Likewise, as you grow in faith, we too are to be able to do the same for his glory and his honor. Now finally, let's go to Acts 16. Let me build my case. Acts 16, 16. Oh, hallelujah. Says, and it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God, which show us unto us the way of salvation. See, the devil knows when you've flown with God. And this did she many days. Many, say, say many days. Many days. But Saul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. Say neighbor. When the devil attacks you for many days, command that devil to back off in Jesus' name. Some of y'all sitting here been dealing with some stuff for many days and you ain't spoke to that devil. Said, I said, I command you in Jesus' name, go. I command you in Jesus' name, go. Angels, fight against those that fight against me. Holy Ghost, 
Now, and I heard this by the Spirit. Well, Pastor, I tried that. Wait a minute, it ain't about trying. You got to attack the attack, attack the attack until it breaks. Amen. Amen. No, 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 no. I'm, no, every, every time you swing, I'm going to swing. Every time you swing, I'm going to swing. I'm going to, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to knock you out. You're not knocking me out. Jesus gave us the power through the Holy Ghost. And this did many days, but Paul being grieved turned and said to that spirit, come out of thee. Huh? And he came out the same hour. Folks, just like Saul, who became Paul, increased in faith, believing the value of the birth of Jesus Christ, we too must daily learn and practice the same. This is especially true in the times and seasons we're living in America when the spirit of fear and terror is being released everywhere we turn. But the people that know their God, say, that's me, shall be strong and do great exploits. That's us, Eagle Summit. It's our time to soar on our purpose as we serve with love. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh my God, my God. Let me give you one more. Mark 10 and 27 says it this way. Mark 10 and 27. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. And Jesus looking upon them said, with men it's impossible but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Folks, here we have the last key to valuing the birth of Jesus Christ that I want to share for today. With men, it is impossible, but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. Folks, your connection to Jesus Christ positions all of us, <laughs> all of us to even to deal with the seemingly impossible to make it possible. Yes, 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 yes. I'm about to close. Matthew 27 and 50. Jesus. Hallelujah. Matthew 27 and verse 50. Oh, God is so good. See, I'm getting stronger. This word is blessing me so I can be a blessing. Matthew 27 and verse 50. Jesus, when he cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Behold, the veil of the temple was rent in the twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints were, which slept arose. Now, I want to ask you this question. How many of you have often heard about the fact that Jesus was resurrected? You, you, read, you read, read, read that, okay? But how many of you also remember that when he was resurrected, some bodies that were dead, they got up too? When, he, when Jesus was resurrected, some other bodies rose too. 
See, that, that ought to make me excited because if he got resurrected, I'm going to get resurrected. Amen? Oh, my God. And the graves opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the grave after the resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurions and they that were with him watching see Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. Folks, as I end, the good news, the gospel, Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Jesus was born to restore us back to the Father. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are one. And we become one with them in them when we daily become doers of the word and not hearers only. Eagle Summit, let's value the birth of Christ like never before. Always remember and appreciate the fact that one, he is the word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He removed all human limitations, for with God all things are possible. Say, God, it's so good to know with you all things are possible. Now close your eyes. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to be our God forever who's with us in season and out of season. Father God, we thank you for the mighty name of Jesus Christ, renewing our minds during this Christmas season to the love of God that never fails, to be a blessing that helps us become overcomers that live in daily victory through the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus, come on, for being our Emmanuel, for being our God with us, now, now, and forevermore. And for that, we value your amazing birth, the value of the birth of Jesus Christ. Shout hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Oh my God. For those of you that have been viewing, we want you to know that Jesus gave his life that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And when he comes into your life and he gives you his spirit, then you also have the power to become a champion in your lifetime. We want you to be blessed and know that God loves you. And during this holiday season, celebrate Jesus because Jesus is the reason for the season. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah!